The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. Ms. Thatcher, will you please call the roll? Commissioner Willis. Present. Commissioner Ross. Present. Commissioner White. Here. Commissioner Epperson. Here. Commissioner Fortner. Commissioner Quijano. Here. Commissioner Rockland. Here. You have a quorum. Right, on to um, item C, approval of agenda. Are there any additions, deletions, or changes to tonight's agenda? All right. See, hearing and seeing no objection, the agenda has been approved as presented. On to item D, public comment. This is the portion of the meeting where persons um, would to speak up for up to three minutes about an issue that is not listed as a public hearing on this agenda. Uh, to comment on such preservation matters, please call 877-853-5247 and enter meeting ID pound 978-6401-4515. This information is also displayed on the meeting agenda and video feed. Staff will select callers that have raised their hand one by one using the last three digits of your phone number. Um, Kristen, do we have any callers for a public comment? <coughs> No callers have indicated. Thank you. Seeing no callers, I will close the public hearing portion and move on to item E, unfinished business. I believe there is no unfinished business. Is that correct? Uh, that's correct. And then on to uh, two hearings. Um, item F1 at 223 Buena Vista has been removed um, by the applicant or withdrawn by the applicant. Since this was advertised as part of the agenda, we will need to hold a public hearing for this application. So I will open the public hearing for the application at 223 Buena Vista. Um, Kristen, do we have any callers for that hearing? No callers have indicated. So now moving, so I will close the public portion for 223 Buena Vista and move on to item F2, 211 Crest. Ms. Thatcher, will you please give the staff report? Sure. 211 Crest is in the Old West Side Historic District. I'm going to let uh, Commissioner Quijano give you some background about it. Okay. Uh, this two-story end gable house has stucco on the first floor and vinyl on the second floor, a full-width hipped front porch with low stucco walls and three over one windows. According to Polk City Directory, the house was first occupied in 1921 by Agatha Steep, widow of Israel G. and Clara K. Steep, a clerk at Mac and Co. and Elmer J. Steep were boarders. A two-story rear addition <coughs> excuse me, was approved by the HDC in November of 2016. Thank you. Um, so this is an application for a DTE gas meter. The location of the meter is, um, can you guys see my cursor on mm -hmm. the screen? Great. Yes is right in front of this red brick chimney. We'll zoom you in here a little closer. Uh, it's four feet from the front corner of the house, and then we've got eight feet of porch in front of that. Here is the, the photo provided by DTE of where the meter would be located. Um, and this is a, a, a review committee photo of what that area looks like a little more close up. Here, I'm gonna take you back out again here. So we're four feet back from the corner. We've got eight feet of porch in front of it. Uh, this is pretty straightforward. It is a post-mounted 
um, meter um, from the Secretary of Interior standards. Standard number two says that the historic character of a property will be retained and preserved. The removal of distinctive materials or alteration of features, spaces, and spatial relationships that characterize a property will be avoided. Number nine says new additions, exterior alterations, or related new construction shall not destroy historic materials that characterize the property. The new work shall be differentiated from the old and shall be compatible with the massing size, scale, and architectural features to protect the historic integrity of the property and its environment. Number 10 says new additions and adjacent or related new construction will be undertaken in such a manner that if removed in the future, the essential form and integrity of the historic property will be unimpaired. From the guidelines for mechanical systems, it's recommended to install a completely new mechanical system if required for the new use, that it causes the least alteration possible to the building's floor plan, exterior elevations, and the least damage to the historic building material. From the Ann Arbor Historic District Design Guidelines, it's appropriate to install new mechanical equipment in a manner that historic materials and features are not damaged or obscured, and using compatible screening around outdoor mechanical equipment, such as vegetation and fencing. Uh, it's also appropriate to attach mechanical equipment so historic fabric is not damaged or destroyed. Uh, that's why DTE has been using post-mounted meters instead of wall-mounted meters on these uh, historic properties. Uh, not appropriate is installing <coughs> new mechanical equipment systems or wiring in locations that change or destroy character-defining features and materials. Uh, this is pretty straightforward. That's all that I have for you. Uh, uh, staff does recommend approval. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Thatcher. Commissioners Willis and myself were on the review committee. Um, Commissioner Willis, did you want to give a report and recommendation? Or I can go first. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I think this one is pretty straightforward. There is a, um, I think a regulator and a pipe actually on the opposite side of the house currently, but it's right on, it is on the driveway side and it's paved pretty much right up to the house. I think that to move the meter to the location um, indicated and suggested is actually a better location for the meter in this instance. Um, and I think it's probably a safer location for it as well. Um, as Ms. Thatcher stated, it is set back, you know, behind the porch and the front corner of the house. So I think that actually having that porch distance helps slightly. <coughs> That's all I have to add. Commissioner Willis, do you have anything else to add? Okay. Uh, would the applicant please unmute your microphone, turn on your video if possible, and provide your name and address for record. And if you have anything you'd like to add to the staff report or review committee report, please do so. Hi, yes, my name is Kai Soares. I'm with Corby Energy, a contractor for DT. I know we've spoken about a number of these um, over the last year and a half or so. Um, I think you did a great job of outlining kind of what we see here. There's the driveway on the opposite side, and if we were to move the meter um, where the existing valve and regulator is, there wouldn't be sufficient space for the homeowner to, to use their driveway. Um, also, further back on that same side of the house, there is an air conditioning unit, a number of other utilities and windows that make it impossible to move it any further back, in addition to the 10-foot uh, limitation we've talked about in the past. So that, that's all I wanted to add. Thank you. But uh, I appreciate it. Great. Um, it looks like we have Prem Kavalath. Do you have anything you'd like to add?
guess not. Okay. Um, Commissioner, so my, my apologies on mute. Yeah. That's no, right. I'm good. Yeah. Thanks so much for approval. Appreciate approval. Thanks so much. Thanks. Uh, Commissioners, do you have any questions for the applicant? Commissioner Reckler. I'm not sure if there's a question for the review committee or for the applicant, but I'm curious. According to the photo, it looks like the meter is going to be, um, I guess, past. If you're looking from the sidewalk, it's like further back from like the front edge of the chimney that's facing the sidewalk. It's kind of a wide chimney. Um, is it is in fact the meter going to be, you know, within the brick of the chimney, or is it going to be in front of the chimney? It it feels like if it's going to be next to the chimney, it's going to be like further out than mm -hmm. if it was going to be in front of the chimney, and. It, I'm wondering where it actually is going to be. I think that's a good question. Um, there was nobody there to, to ask questions for the review committee or for us to ask questions to. I had a similar question, so. Great. Um, okay. I guess or, that's for Kais. Yeah. Um, sure, it, no problem. Well, um, so, sorry, I, I, uh, sorry to interrupt, but to follow up on that question, if the and I, I had the same question. So, if the meter is going to be affixed to the chimney, I, I'd like to understand how. If it, is it going to go in the mortar? Like, how, like, yeah. It's post mounted. So, so it's well, just yeah. If you can explain how it's going to happen. Sure. Um, so yes, it would be post mounted. Um, I believe it would be in front of the chimney, depending on your perspective, mostly to get distance away from. The existing vent you can see in the picture right there, so that in the event uh, those those meters are designed to vent gas when there's overpressurization, and we can't risk that gas getting back into the building, so we have to stay a minimum distance away from the vent that you see there. So, when, I mean, so I mean, I understand that it's post-mounted, but is it, it? What I'm asking is, will any aspect of the equipment penetrate the chimney, or is it just? It will not. Okay. It will be piped to penetrate in through the stucco there. It's going to, to penetrate. Tax. Yes. It's going to penetrate the stucco. Yes. Over here. Okay. But it will not be affixed to the chimney or penetrate the chimney. Okay. Um, just for a point of clarification, when you say the stucco, is it the the stucco at the the base of the chimney, or is it uh, the house stucco? On the house. Okay. My apologies. I'm on the That's house, a, not on the chimney. Okay. Yes. Um, I guess just another follow-up to that is if the location is right here at the front edge of the um, chimney as, as proposed, is there any leeway in moving it a little bit further back um, toward the backyard, but still sort of like on the opposite side of the chimney? We're limited in the amount of fuel line that we can run, so where we put it back as far as we possibly could while staying in that 10-foot limitation. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I agree it would be more ideal to try to get it behind some of the landscaping if we could, but uh, we're, we're uh, bound by those limitations. Okay. Any other questions? Okay. I'd now like to open the public hearing for this item. This is an opportunity for persons to speak for up to three minutes about the application at 211 Crest. Um, Christian, do we have any callers? No callers have indicated. I'll close the public hearing portion. Is there a commissioner that would like to make a motion on this application? 
I can do Commissioner it. Commissioner Rockland. Right. One moment. I move that the commission issue a certificate of appropriateness for the application at 211 Crest Avenue, a contributing property in the Old West Side Historic District, to install a gas meter on the north side elevation, four feet from the northwest corner of the house, in front of the chimney, as shown in this application. As proposed, the work is compatible in exterior design arrangement materials in relationship to the building and the surrounding area and meets the City of Ann Arbor Historic District design guidelines for mechanical equipment and the Secretary of the Interior Standards for Rehabilitation and Guidelines for Rehabilitating Historic Buildings, in particular Standards 2, 9, and 10, and the Guidelines for Mechanical Systems. Second. Moved by Commissioner Rockland. Seconded by Commissioner White. Is there a discussion on the motion? Not seeing anyone. Ready to vote? All of those in favor of the motion, please say yes. 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 All of those opposed, please say no. All right. The motion carries. Your application has been approved. Please note that you must apply for any required permits from the city before beginning work on your project. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. On to item F3, 315 West Mosley. Commissioner Quijano, would you mind giving the history of this house? Sure. Okay. This two-story gable fronter features decorative shingles and trim in the street-facing gable, a full-width hip roof porch with turned posts and decorative back brackets, a cut stone foundation, and some two-over-two -two windows. It first appears in the 1894 city directory as the Wagon Home at 10 West Mosley, renumbered 15 West Mosley by 1897. The lot is an original platted lot that is 66 feet by 145 feet. Um, and this house was used as a proprietary hospital at some point prior to 1945. The Vreeland Maternity Home was operated by Mrs. Velva C. Vreeland. And there's a piece written in the Ann Arbor Observer titled The Private Hospital Era, written by Grace Chapman in March of 94. Thank you. All right, here we are at 315 West Mosley. Um, you can see that it is a lovely house. It's had some recent um, uh, care shown. Um, most of the windows have been replaced in the house. There are There is one right back here, though, that you can get a good view of in a minute. Uh, and this application is to take off this screen porch and replace it with a single-story addition. Everything that you see here except the screen porch is from the period of significance. It's from uh, pre-1945. Um, I, I say that with some certainty, but not 100% certainty. There was a one-story addition on the back of this house in 1931. Uh, in 1948, on the next Sanborn, there was a second-floor addition. But since, um, and you, you can't really tell from the 1947 aerial photos, because it just looks like a roof. Since uh, almost no construction went on during wartime, and that's why the period of significance ends at 1945, because really things kind of screeched to a halt and were done differently afterwards, um, I do believe, I am convinced that this addition was added on the second floor of the rear wing during the period of significance. So I'm counting the whole thing as um, uh, historic materials on the house. The, uh, you can see that the garage 
uh, is nearby. Here's the back of the house. There's that cool two over two window, one of the remaining ones. These windows on the back would be removed uh, in order to make way for the one story addition. The contractor has offered to just leave the casing that's shown as a white or a cream color here uh, for these windows as much as possible where it doesn't interfere with the roof line of the addition and just paint it green but then infill it with with uh, wood siding to match the exposure of the existing historic wood siding in order to keep a record of where those windows used to be. Um, again, these windows, it's, their date is uncertain. They were probably installed uh, in around uh, the, the early 1940s when this addition was likely built. They're double hungs. They're, they don't have weights and pulleys. They do have single panes of glass. You know, they're, they're hard to pin down, but um, regardless, let me move on here with our tour. These two, all of the, the windows on this elevation would remain. Now we're going around the other side of the house. This is the east side of the house, and here's the east side of the house. Okay, so existing three-season room is here. It goes away. This is the existing, going through some existing drawings first. These two windows would be removed and the porch would be removed. Um, now we're back up at the front of the house. Kitchen windows to remain. Okay, here's the addition. It's set in a foot from this rear corner of the house. And it's got a bump out here that uh, accommodates a mudroom entry. You can see that here. Here's the mudroom. This is a step down from the driveway onto a, a concrete stoop. You can see the one foot inset here. Uh, there's a triple window in the back and a couple of smaller windows on this side. The elevation drawings, there would be no change from the front view elevation. Here's the little mudroom entry. It has a hipped roof in order to be compatible with the other uh, porch roofs on the house. You can see uh, that all of these windows remain exactly where they are and the AC unit remains. This is the other side. Here's the addition. It's got um, a divided light window with just two panes. This is a, a, a nod to the house's original two over two windows, which I would love someone to put back on this house someday. But for now, uh, there, there's enough differentiation um, on this rear addition. This is a very modern treatment of uh, the, the windows fenestration, though it does have the, the, the two light divided windows, which is, an, again, a nod to the historic windows that you see over here. The siding is cementitious, and it has a wider reveal than the existing wood. The, um, the trim does match in dimensions, but not in uh, materials. It's all, uh, uh, what are the, the boral or the other uh, manufactured wood products. Um, and it, it is on just a CMU uh, foundation. Um, this is, oh, 
when the applicants get up, they can tell us. I think it's built on a slab. They can confirm that for us. But it ties in quite nicely. You can see here where those windows used to be. Almost all of the right-hand side one um, would, would show up if the casing were left here, and a little bit of the left-hand side window. So now we've got some renderings. There's the addition in the back. The, um, the addition is less than 50% of the footprint of the current house, and it's, uh, I believe it's around 45%, and it's much less than the floor area, since everything that's there now counts as floor area. some light fixtures looks like by the back door and then on the back of the house I guess that's uh, yard lighting and here's the little hipped entry kind of joins the addition to the main house uh, the windows are vinyl clad gelled when not in this mutton pattern but um, as indicated on the drawings so from the Secretary of Interior Standards, number one says that a property will be used as it was historically or be given a new use that requires minimal change to its distinctive materials, features, spaces, and spatial relationships. I have read to you number two. Uh, number five says distinctive materials, features, finishes, and construction techniques or examples of craftsmanship that characterize a property will be preserved. I have read number nine uh, and number 10 to you. I haven't read number 10. <clears throat> new additions and adjacent or related new construction will be undertaken in such a manner that if removed in the future, the essential form and integrity of the historic property will be unimpaired. The Secretary of the Interior's guidelines recommend constructing a new addition so that there's the least possible loss of historic material, so that character-defining features are not obscured, damaged, or destroyed. Also, locating the attached exterior addition at the rear or an inconspicuous side of a historic building, limiting its size and scale, and designing new additions in a manner that makes clear what is historic and what is new. Also considering the attached exterior addition, both in terms of the new use and the appearance of other buildings in the historic district or neighborhood. Design for the work may be contemporary or may reference design motifs from the historic building. Um, I think that this addition does a nice job of, of, of uh, remaining simple, uh, borrowing a few motifs from the historic building, but, um, uh, but not uh, really um, fooling the trained eye into thinking that it could be a historic part of the structure. From the Ann Arbor design guidelines, um, I went over this already, that the addition's footprint should, exceed, should not exceed one half of the original building's footprint or the original building's total floor area, and it does not. All right, so staff does believe that this is an appropriate uh, size, scale, and placement for this um, addition and does recommend approval. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Thatcher. Uh, Commissioner, Commissioner Willis and myself were on the review committee. Do you want to go ahead or do you want me to go? <laughs> I'll start this one. Um, I, I think this application is really straightforward. The house is um, in really good shape. It, it has a lot of the, the really nice original detailing. It looks uh, really well maintained. Um, the addition, all of the work is completely in the rear of the home. Um, I think it's nice, of course, that they stepped it in on the um, east side. Um, and. I think it's an interesting arrangement to have that even on the west side, though it's not stepped in, I, I think that turning the doorway, you know, toward the driveway is kind of, I think, different enough from the nature and the character of the house that even though you'll see it um, 
from the back and it's not inset. I think it's clearly part of the addition and separate. Um, and the scale is, is still, I think, nicely done in relation to the rest of the house and the proportions. Um, I think the windows as they've been designed are uh, modern enough that they definitely look, I think, distinct from, from the existing windows um, and much newer in treatment. Um, the only other thing I was trying to look at the, the foundation, you can see the, the cut stone foundation of the original house. Um, if you walk around, I think to the west side, but it's the, the siding goes pretty far down to, to the grade. So it's really not very visible, especially in the back. And I couldn't see anything on the, at the uh, existing porch sunroom. So it was all the way down. So I agree, it's probably slab on grade. Um, so even the foundation that's proposed to CMU, I think will be completely distinct from the existing foundation. Other than that, I don't have anything else to add. Commissioner Willis. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Uh, would the applicant please unmute your microphone, turn on your video if possible, and provide your name and address for the record. It's a little hard to hear if, to hear you guys. If you could speak up a little bit whenever you're speaking, that would be helpful. It's still kind of low. I don't know about the rest of the commissioners. No. Is it better now? Yes. There we go. Yes. There we go. Okay. Uh, Pat Cleary, address is 315 West Mosley Street. Great. Thank you. Um, if you have anything you'd like to add to the staff report or re review committee report, you have up to five minutes to speak. Um, it looks like we also have Kyle on, on Zoom. If you yeah. could unmute your microphone and just state your name and address for the record. Sure. I'm a uh, designer. My name is Kyle Marsh, and I live at uh, 7820 4th Street in Dexter. Thank you. Do, um, either Pat or Kyle, do you have anything you'd like to add? Oh, well, I can just clarify the, the foundation question. It will be, uh, it is, yes, slab on grade. So the grade's quite high back there, so it was really uh, kind of the best option. And, um, yeah, well, I'm glad to hear that. Um, it seems like... Uh, being fairly well received as a as a design, and so that's that's encouraging to hear. And uh, well, glad you like it. We, we like it. Oh. Pat, do you have anything else you'd like to add to the staff report or review committee report? No, 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 we don't. Okay, commissioners, do you have any questions for the applicant? Commissioner Rocco? Yeah. Okay. I had a couple minor questions um, from, the, uh, from the application. It, the application was very thorough, and there's lots of information to look at, and, um, and I really appreciate that. Um, one of the notes that I was looking at, it's on the, um, let's see, this looks like the, that's the west elevation. It's where the door is, the new door. 
And there's a note next to the new door. It says this trim band exists inside the existing front porch of the home. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. maybe I'm wondering, is, did the, that trim go away in the design, or is are you recommending a trim, uh, a piece of trim? I assume it's horizontal trim, maybe there, or what, what's going on there? Yeah, we are not we are not doing that piece of trim now. So that probably left over note. We had it on there. I think Got it. In the original application. So disregard that note. So, yeah, you can disregard that. Yep. Okay, and actually, my my other question is about trim as well, and. Um, maybe it's an existing condition, I'm not sure, but if you are thinking now about the other side of the house, in the, the southeast corner, the cor is there a corner board on the first floor, or is that the existing condition of the house? Yeah, there, you're keep there's it? a corner board that should, should be shown there. Yeah, there's a, there's a board there. Okay. Which actually, yeah. that should help with uh, the separation. Yeah, that, that will definitely help uh, visually separate. I mean, you have the, the indent, um, and then the, the corner board will, will help even more. Those were my questions. Thank you. Thanks, Kyle. Oh, thank you. Any other questions from commissioners? Okay. I'll now move on to the public hearing for this item. This is an opportunity for persons to speak for up to three minutes about the application at 315 West Mosley. Public comment may be made by calling 877-853-5247 and entering meeting ID 978-6401-4515. Um, in order to electronically raise your hand after dialing into the meeting, please press star nine on your phone. Kristen, do we have any callers? No callers. Okay. I will close the public hearing. Public yeah, hearing portion of the application. Is there a commissioner that would like to make a motion? Commissioner Rockland? I mean, Commissioner Quijano, I apologize. I was looking at him. And... I move that the commission issue a certificate of appropriateness for the application at 315 West Mosley Street, a contributing property in the old West Side Historic District, to construct a 393 square foot rear addition as proposed. The work is compatible in design. Uh, sorry, exterior design, arrangement, texture, material, and relationship to the rest of the building and the surrounding area and meets the Secretary of the Interior standards for rehabilitation and guidelines for rehabilitating historic buildings, in particular standards one, two, five, nine, and 10, and the guidelines for additions and building site and the Ann Arbor Historic District design guidelines for additions. Second. Uh, moved by. Commissioner Quijano, seconded by Commissioner White. Is there a discussion on the motion? Commissioner Rockley? Sure. Um, well, I just have a random comment about this, this house first. I guess it's not random, but just kind of a general comment, I should say. Um, I, I, I personally think this is a unique house in the way that the back portion is built. Um, usually, if you have a back portion where the, you know, the gable is the same way as the front, it's inset. And it seems like if you have one that, that's, that's like, or it's flush sometimes too. Um, this one, you would think it would be a cross gable. Because like a lot of times when you see a house like this where it comes out of the back, you've got a cross gable going the other way. 
And in this, you, you don't have either. You have the gable going the same way as the front, and it's offset uh, from the front. It just is its own unique thing. Uh, that being said, I think that the proposed project um, fits the standards very well. Um, I think it is important to be able to read the massing of that rear second, uh, that rear two-story mass, um, especially since it is kind of unique uh, in this respect. And I believe that the designer made the correct choices to preserve what was needed to be preserved in order to, to um, keep that uh, view intact. So I'll be supporting this project. Thank you, Commissioner Rafa. Any other comments or discussion? Okay. All of those, so we'll move on to the vote. All of those in favor of the motion, please say yes. 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 All of those opposed, please say no. The motion carries. Your application has been approved. Please note that you must apply for any required permits from the city before beginning work on your project. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll now move on to item G, new business. There's no new business on tonight. Uh, yeah, there is. There is. There we go. Um, new business tonight is the 2022 HCC meeting schedule. We've traditionally been on a meeting schedule that goes from July to June, and City Council and other boards and commissions are moving to a um, calendar year, January to December. So there is a proposed um, uh, schedule that Mia sent out. The only thing that's unusual about it is that uh, the November meeting again this year is getting really screwed up by elections. Mm -hmm we could only have our HDC meeting on November 17, which is pretty late, and it gives a very short turnaround time if anything has to come back or in between meetings. Um, we'll be back just a couple weeks after that. So um, I believe that it was proposed without a November meeting. Um, if someone has that in front of them and could confirm that, that would be great because I don't have it, that with This here? It shows. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. November 17th, 2022. Okay. Well, so it's on it, there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so if you would prefer not to meet on November 17th, uh, last this past year we canceled that meeting because it just messed up people's schedules too much since it wasn't the second Thursday. But it is up to all of you. I think that the December meeting was quite long, but was that because of gas meters or something? I, I feel I like it was, was a long one, but... Yeah, maybe I, that I, was unique to that year. I was just looking at that today, and there weren't a lot of substantial applications. Okay. There were a lot of gas okay. meters. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was wondering if that would the impact. <laughs> it it is possible. It, it would likely make the December meeting longer. Um, but it's entirely up to you guys. We can we can we can leave it on there uh, as it's shown now, or if you think that that would cause a schedule conflict for any of you. Uh, mm -hmm. Commissioner Ross is saying that might be problematic for her. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's you know, once, I mean, I guess I've seen, like, once it gets kind of cold, like November, December, don't the projects kind of, number of projects somewhat dip down? In, in the old days, it did. Oh. <laughs> well, but for, now everything's strange. I'm for not doing the November meeting. Just uh, defer to the December. 
Okay, I'm not hearing a lot of support for November. Mm -mm. So um, if you are all right, I will let Mia know. You don't have to vote on it. That okay. um, we will we will cancel the we will skip the November 2022 meeting um, and just leave it off of the calendar. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Anything else on the new meeting schedule? Any other issues? Uh, that should be it. Okay. We can move on to item H, minutes. Um, we received minutes for the uh, February and March meetings. Uh, has everyone had a chance to review them or need a couple minutes just to look over once more? You guys, it looks like everything. Are there any Already objections? Okay. Yeah. okay. Any objections or additions or changes? Okay. So the meeting minutes for February 10th and March 10th, 2022, have been approved. <coughs> On to item I, reports from commissioners. Is would any commissioner like to share something with the commission? Ms. Thatcher, I sent you an email earlier uh, regarding a. Is that in there somewhere? Um, it's on that? your screen right now. Oh, it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Would you like to tell us a little bit about it? Um, well, do you have that blurb that uh, I sent oh, you? Oh, yeah. I can go back to the blurb. Why don't you read that, and then I can just add okay. my two cents. Okay. Um, this is a blurb about an event. Um, homes and buildings are responsible for emitting 25% of the greenhouse gases in the Ann Arbor community. One way to minimize these emissions is through a process of home electrification, replacing combustion appliances with electric ones. At this event, we will discuss the process of home electrification in detail with an emphasis on the challenges presented by older existing homes. We will also hear from our neighbors who will share their experiences in home electrification projects. Yeah, so this is an event. It's on April 26th. I, I bring it up uh, in this forum because it does have a emphasis on historic homes. So uh, we will be talking about how to, uh, if you're interested in electrification, home electrification, uh, how do you do that in your existing old house? Um, it's at the Ann Arbor Distillery, six o'clock on April 26. You'll hear from, uh, well, you'll hear from me, you'll hear from uh, other neighbors uh, in the Old West Side and Water Hill. Uh, including John Beeson, our former uh, commissioner here. So it should be a fun event. There's a special drink special that the distillery has. Um, I'm not gonna be able to pull the name. It's, some, there, it's a pun about rye whiskey, I think, like solar sunrise or something like that. It's, I think a dollar of it goes to the, uh, the city's A20 mission, so. Come out, have a drink, learn about home electrification in your older home. Commissioner Rockland, do you yep. know if there will be examples from any of, within any of the historic districts? Um, yes, because Matt Grokoff will be speaking okay. as well, and we all know that his house is on 7th Street in the Old West Side, and it's a net zero historic home, so um, he will be giving us a, a presentation on his house. And do you mind if we distribute that flyer? If I, if I send it to the commissioners, can they tell all their friends? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, I'll and do more that. More the merrier. <laughs> okay, thank, thank you. you, Joe. Awesome. Any other reports from commissioners? Great. On to Jay, assignments. 
The review committee will be on Monday at 5 p.m. On the end of May. Was that date? May, uh, May 9 for the May 12 regular meeting. And is that a five o'clock? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm out of that. We're back on the summer schedule. Mm -hmm. Any takers? We can do it. Mm. I can do it. Okay, Commissioner Everson. Anyone else? Um, I think I can do it. Maybe I could. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. Um, yeah. All right, mm -hmm. Anna and Dave. Thank you both. All right. On to item K. Report from staff. I have a couple of things for you. First. Um, the March staff activities report should have been in your packet. It's probably still wonky looking because now we're two thirds into stream and one third into track it and we still can't produce reports from stream. So um, I'm not sure exactly what's in there, but it's probably pretty sparse looking, I would imagine. <laughs> we're, um, we're still working on the transition um, and I'm, I'm trying to get everyone to stop using track it. I think it's turned off so that none of, none of, none of, no one from the outside could submit into a project or a, a permit into track it anymore, but sometimes staff still do it anyway, I think because it's really quick, because they're used to using it, and we've just gotta turn it off and bite the bullet and I'll be in stream and then figure it out. And it's, it's a little bit messy, but it's, um, it's going pretty well. And we've heard from the public that it's much better because they can just apply online and be done and, and pay online with a credit card and, and not have to come down and not have to call in a credit card over the phone and not have to you know, email me PDFs of things. And so it's uh, so far so good. Um, yeah. Another thing is a reminder that the retreat is this Saturday morning. It will be at the Senior Center uh, in Burns Park. Uh, it's from nine to noon. And uh, I've got quite a lot of projects uh, in our annual review of projects since there was sort of a bottleneck there for a while and I've got some things going back to 2020 and some 20, bunch of 2021s um, that I'm currently taking pictures of. So that should be an interesting um, look back in time. Uh, one very important question is, uh, I'm not gonna be able to make food. Sometimes <laughs> in past years I'd make a whole spread for the retreat. I'm afraid I won't be able to do that. Would you like me to get donuts? <laughs> Yes. There's no objection I'm seeing, about I'm, uh, I'm seeing some well. nods. Not I for won't me. refuse it. Not for yeah. me, no thank you. Okay, Dave's not a donut guy. No. <laughs> um, uh, is that okay, or would you guys rather have something else? Um, bagels, how about bagels? Could, could do bagels. Do you have a preference? I'd rather not stop at both, because I'm always like a chicken with my head cut off that morning. But I'm flexible, too. Whatever's easiest okay. for you that morning. Yes, yeah. it's <laughs> easiest for you. All right, all right. Well, we'll, we'll see how Saturday morning's looking. Um, <laughs> let's see. I think that that's it for me. Thank you. Okay. On to item L, concerns of commissioners. Are there any concerns, any commissioners would like to share? Okay. On to M, communications. Nope. I believe we had no communications this month. Um, and then 
in adjournment. I now adjourn the April 14th HDC meeting. Well, well Thank you. done. Wow, that was